sage and fighting the fight. He has fought cities. He has fought counties. Politicians. Naysayers. Hell, he's even fought mayors. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide. And all other things considered homeless? Yes. Broadcasting live from your Alexa device, the Radio Free Network app, iOS, WMBU.org, Many Voices United, and the Radio Free Network.com. And now, from some wooded area in Akron, Ohio, here is Sage the Rage Lewis. What's up, people? If it is <laughs> summer of 2021, that can only mean one thing. It's time to eradicate the homeless. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's another fun time of year where we go around and find the most destitute, more, most down and out, most hurt people, and then we steal their shit. That's what we like to do in America, the greatest country in the world. The only thing greater than America is America tomorrow. That's all. That's the only thing greater. (laughs) Everything America does is amazing. Amazing. Just ask Americans. It's like those, the Israelis, man. You say one thing about uh, how, you know, they're attacking Palestinians with American-made military weapons and, you know, you hate Jewish people. It's, uh, we, (laughs) we, we're crazy. We're crazy like this. And we refuse to allow ourselves to look at the nuances of complications. And so what happens is like somebody comes in and says, Hey, you know, America's kind of screwed up. And then you're like, you are, you hate your country. No, 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 I didn't say that. I said that we're doing some really crazy ass shit that maybe we should stop doing. I mean, you aren't patriotic. You don't love your country. They love to do that with politicians. You know, one politician is uh, on one side is the greatest patriot ever. And the other is like some sort of neo-Nazi or communist or both. We like to corner ourselves in our tribalism. You're either with us or you're against us. There is no in between. There's no in between. And so we get defensive, you know, we get defensive about, uh, our positioning. And so then it does then ultimately our detractors, our haters corner us. And you're like, you know what? Screw it. I am. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a white racist. I hate all black people. And, and like, and then they could just be like, they, you know, you're ultimately like, you know what? 
I do hate black people because they have forced me into this corner that have said, and black people didn't do it. It's other white people that did it. Incidentally, they forced me into a corner that says, if you say all lives matter, you are a racist. And you're like, fuck this. I'm either a racist or I'm not a racist. You're a racist. We're all racist. I'm not a racist. Nope. You're a racist. You're a racist. You said all lives matter. You're a racist. You're like, fuck you then. I am a racist. And then that's how, um, well, this is how indoctrination and radicalization of people, it, it, it happens, right? Like you take a, you take a, you take a, you take a, somebody in, 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 in Afghanistan or Iraq, they're going to a wedding. And the next thing you know, the wedding is completely obliterated by some sort of bomb from a, um, an invisible, not even human occupied drone. You're like, you know what? I think uh, ISIS has a point. And that's what we're doing here in America. That's what the liberals are doing to the conservatives by being, by just saying, you're a racist. You're a racist. You're a racist. I'm, I'm like, and they're like, I'm not, a ra- I'm not. And then you're, yes, you are. I'm not. Yes, you are. And you're like, fuck it. I am. And then there you go. You've radicalized them. Because you refused to listen to their perspective and where they're coming from and 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 their truth. So, you know, it's like it's like guns. You know, Joe Biden is the greatest gun dealer on planet Earth right now because he's talking about uh, you know, gun laws. He's radicalized. Well, I mean, it's not radical. I mean, that's a bigger word for this, but he's, he's, he's taken people that don't own guns and they're like, shit, I've always wanted one of those AR 15s says Sage Lewis. I better go fucking get myself one of those, except they're kind of pricey. I, I'm not going to get it gun because then the next thing, you know, people will be like, he's got a gun. Sage has got a gun. <laughs> But I would, I would like to at least shoot one of those AR-15s. I mean, I'd like to know what it's like. I'd like, I'd like to know what all the 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 hubbub is, you know. So I mean, I'm literally thinking about like, I, no, I'm not. I'm not going to spend. It's a lot of money. These AR-15s are a lot of money. Then uh, that's all I need. I'm not a violent. I'm not a physically violent person. But then you're like, Sage has got an AR-15, and then next thing you know. They're busting in my door and shooting me in the face because I went and bought an AR-15. And so, fuck that. I'm not buying one. But I would like to go shoot one. I'd like to go shoot a machine gun. I'd like to throw a grenade. I'd like to shoot off a ground-to-air missile launcher. I'd like to do all that shit. And I see no reason why I can't own one. I don't. Why can't I own shit? <laughs> Look, why can't, if I can afford uh, a, a, a Tomahawk cruise missile, 
Why can't I get one? Because I'll tell you what, the people that can afford them that are evil are getting them. All right. Israel has nuclear weapons and hates their neighbors. It's the same thing. If anybody shouldn't have nuclear weapons, it's Israel. (laughs) They don't need nuclear weapons. (laughs) But they got them because we gave them to them. Is... The things that we do and say have unintended consequences, okay? That's all I'm getting at here is that you are like, oh, you know, like, okay, so let's take the abortion thing, right? They're trying to outlaw abortions or whatever they're doing. And so I started reading. I'm like, so how do you do a, how do you do an illegal abortion? And I found an article. I'm like, they're like, oh man, you don't use coat hangers. We got these drugs you can get and you get this drug and you do this. And there's like all this shit on how to do an illegal abortion. So then that's awesome, right? Because now you're going to have black market doctors that are going to be able to do abortions and they're going to make money on the black market without having to go through medical school. Good job, people. Good job. (laughs) You're going to go to some guy like me who read an article about some drugs that you can get. I'm going to get the drugs and I'm going to be like, yeah, I'll do an abortion. It's uh, it's 300 bucks. And then that's it. And then you go do your abortion and, you know, people die and, you know, the guy doesn't do it right because he's buying the drugs illegally. So he can't even measure his drugs. Right. And there you go. Good job. Anti-abortion people. You probably increased abortions. <laughs> Stupid people. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. So, um, yeah, like, let me see if I can find this video. Uh, I was watching this morning. Let me see. I was listening to this kid. Uh, hold on. Do, 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 Where did I go to find this? I was, there was a guy yelling about, uh, racism or something. And then, then I came across this, uh, video of this young, this, okay. Like, let's see, let me go. Um, high, uh, Oh, I know ninth grade student, uh, who is leaving school. Let's see. Uh, videos. Is it just because he says people accuse him 
of being racist. Let's see. Does Google know what I'm talking about? Does Google know what I'm talking about? Even that's too much. All right. I can't find it. Um, but at any rate, what I'm getting at here is that we are all doing things and saying things that potentially are creating the thing that we don't want to create. So like, I know some conservative white men and young men and the fathers, the message I'm getting from these, these white men is stop talking. Don't talk about it. Don't, don't say anything. Um, some people are literally afraid they're going to get shot for, you know, speaking their opinion. Um, I think that's a little over zealous. Uh, and I don't know if they're getting that message from like Fox news that like liberals are trying to kill conservatives for voicing their opinion, but either way it is, um, they're, their belief is their belief. They, they are afraid to talk about stuff uh, because they're, I guess, afraid for their lives that they can't speak their opinion. And even if maybe that's a little uh, overkill of a fear, they are right that they are um, being attacked for their conservative views um, even just verbally attacked. And, and that is the mainstream belief. Uh, moderate liberals love being politically correct. They love it. And so anytime a liberal, a moderate liberal, which is just a, and anybody mostly in the democratic party, uh, gets a chance to, uh, you know, condemn your words that you're using, they jump right on it. I mean, they don't do anything meaningful. They don't actually change systems or change uh, actions by anybody. They just like to yell at other people for not using the right words. That's their big contribution to society, which then obviously, you know, buries actual conversation that then we can't actually have a conversation about these topics because some butthurt moderate liberal is yelling at you for saying the wrong words. My friend Ashley, who is probably uh, one of the most extreme supporters of homeless people I know, was chastised by a liberal for calling these people home, her friends homeless. Uh, they wanted to tell Ashley that she needed to say some other bullshit like, uh, homeless is not, um, an appropriate word to use anymore. Um, a better word would be, uh, people experiencing homelessness, uh, how homeless, uh, houselessly challenged or whatever. And she's like, 
is this even fucking something I have to say? Which she would never swear, but she's like, but that was what she was saying to me. She's like, is this, is this anything I need to actually be concerned about? And I'm like, no, fuck that asshole. Because you're out here on, in the streets every day working with these people and, and treating them with actual human dignity and respect. Well, this, some fucktard keyboard liberal warrior asshole is, is commenting about how Ashley is not using the right words. Just so fucking stupid. Fucking stupid. This whole Juneteenth holiday, it's like a consolation prize to black people. You're like, yeah, uh, about defunding the police. Yeah, that's actually um, hurtful to our cause. So you're going to need to stop saying defund the police. Um, And yeah, um, this is like an all democratically run uh, cities in America that, uh, you know, supposedly support black people. We're going to actually add more police, but we have this really great thing. Um, We're going to get you a new holiday that we're all going to get to take off. I mean, that's going to, I mean, that's nice, right? We're all going to get to have a day off on, on Juneteenth as you people like to call it. (laughs) They would never say that. (laughs) So, you know, black people do the biggest protests in American history. They get more police and they get a fucking holiday that white people get to, uh, you know, participate in fully. I'm seeing the, the white fragility more and more these days too. Um, White liberals love to say, you know, the politically correct shit, but if you ever call them out on anything, they flip the fuck out. They like, like, like it's like throwing holy water on a fucking demon. (coughs) You like, you can't, you, you, if you've never seen white fragility uh just say what i'm saying directly to the face of a of a of a white middle-aged middle-class woman and see what she fucking does she'll melt like that witch from the wizard of oz oh i'm not right i no say i really care i this is really this is really important to me oh it is it is it's really important to you meanwhile You're telling me how my swear words are hurting your ears and how people saying defund the police is hurting the cause. So go fuck yourself, bitch. (laughs) You aren't helping at all. All you're doing is making yourself feel better. So good job. Yet another way to make yourself better. It isn't about black people. It's never been about black people. It's about what white people want. It's always been about what white people want. And right now, white people are like, gay people are great. And uh, people, the POC people are great. And I just went to a, a, a DEI convention and I learned so much. And we have to be more sensitive to people of color and, and poor people. <laughs> Fuck you. I'd rather talk to a KKK member than you, lady. 
fuck yourself. Just go fuck yourself in your your politically correct propaganda that like all of a sudden you're into like 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 like, like people of color haven't been here. Uh, black people haven't been here for 400 years and 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 Mexicans and Cubans haven't been here forever. I mean, why don't you, you care about people of color? Why don't you go down to the fucking border and do something about the the people on our border? Have you been down there yet? Have you been down there? No, you're busy. Okay, well, let's hear more about how you support people of color. Good job, lady. Get back in your fucking Tesla and go fuck yourself. I'm just sick of liberals. I'm sick of them. Because they're bullshit. They're all fucking bullshit. Liberals are fucking lying assholes that um, are just telling all of us how we aren't saying things right. How we aren't protesting right. We have to be peaceful in our actions and in our words. You know how many fucking liberals tell me how my words are hurtful? Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you. You're the threat in America. Martin Luther King Jr. Has it, when was the last time you went and read uh, a, a letter from Birmingham jail? Go read it. Go read it. Or are you too busy telling people how to protest correctly? Go fucking read that shit and see what Martin Luther King Jr. has to say about moderates, which are li- what we call liberals today. <laughs> You are the danger, not some crazy ass fucktard that gets dressed up in a white sheet and uh, calls himself a dra- grand dragon or a grand wizard or grand poobah or whatever the fuck he likes to call himself. He's not the threat. You're the threat because you look rational. You have the money. You look reasonable and people fall for it every fucking time. Black people fall for it. Poor people fall for it. You're the threat. You and your, oh, that, oh, those words, Sage. Oh, my. They scare me. Your words scare me. You know what fucking scares me? Fucking police killing poor people. That's what fucking scares me. You asshole. You condescending fucking twat cunt. Sorry, I try not to use those words. And I'm sorry. It's mostly the women liberals that bother me the most. I'm sorry to say, because they just look so trustworthy and rational. And they're just terrified assholes. They're terrified. Terrified of everything. They're the threat. They're the threat. So, yeah, we're uh, sweeping homeless camps. Coronavirus is over. We don't have to worry about those pesky homeless people spreading coronavirus on the rest of the people. Now they can get the fuck out. Coast to coast, sea to shining motherfucking sea. We are taking homeless people's only belongings, their entire house, their clothes, everything they own, and throwing it in a garbage can. Happened here in Ohio, in Akron, uh, happened before dawn a couple days ago. 
um, because they didn't want to face the public while they were doing it. Uh, homeless people's stuff just gone, just disappeared. Like a nuclear bomb of cleanliness just eradicated them, eradicated them. I don't even know where they are. I uh, got some videos of some people that were experiencing this. And I thought maybe we could listen to some of it. Let's see here. Let me see if I can. Hey, everybody. I'm here with my new friend, Ricky. And uh, you might be one of the last people here at the Grace Park. Uh All right. This is Ricky. He is an African-American, a black man. Now, they gave um, hotel vouchers to this camp. Uh, They gave about 13 out of of them away. There were four people left, and they were all black. Uh, uh, encampment, and they say potentially today is the day that they're coming to, to row you out. Do you feel like uh, that's true? Are you? What's your feeling on that whole situation? Well, that was what they said they were going to do. Yeah. But they also said a lot of things, like they were going to house us and put us in a, give us vouchers for... Um, the hotels down there on in Fairlawn. In Fairlawn. Would you go? Fairlawn is um, a suburb. This guy is in downtown Akron. Fairlawn um, is like a suburb It's of Akron. I would say it's about five miles from where he is. I've taken homeless people to that, to those hotels, which is great. Uh, but you have to keep in mind, there's no services out there. There's no, there's nobody's coming to deliver food. Um, your mental health providers aren't out there. Nothing's out there. He's literally closer to all the services in this tent that he's in right now. Sure, I would have went. Yeah. I mean, so you got nothing against vouchers. Nothing against vouchers. You're not service resistant. No, not service resistant. I didn't have I didn't have the opportunity to tell them. And when I called, I called CSS. Yes. And talked to Stephanie and Mike. Yes. I told both of them that um. CSS is uh, Community Support Services. They're a mental health and homeless uh, services uh, organization here in Akron. I was, I, was, I was skipped over and nobody came to talk to me. And they said they'd talk to me later or come out and see me. They never did. Um, they never came to see him. They, they came never came. And moved all the other ones. And I, I felt, I felt uh, segregated. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's not like you aren't visible, like you're here, exactly. right? I have the biggest camp. You're right, right up here. front. By the trash can. You're by the, literally by the trash can. Like, I don't know how they would miss they you. They didn't see you. They didn't see you. They said they didn't see him. They didn't see Really? So they said that's why I missed out on the voucher. And, and what, like it's a one-time only deal? One-time only deal. And then when it uh, <laughs> came the following week, the Monday, um, the state came out and they uh, started tacking these signs out with the police officers right on the sides. And they told me I had five days to vacate the premises and, and get out. And then, but the notice, if you read the notice on the side over here, come take a look at the Yeah, notice. let's go look. Let's the go notice. see this thing. Notice over here says 30 days. It says 30 days. But yet they want me out right away. And right away. Just a minute. They try to try to track it. Oh, right. I'll get it right out. Yeah, let's see. 
No, it's gone. I know it. It, it may there be was, more down. Yeah, there. there was more down there. We can walk down if you want. Yeah, I'll um, walk down. So uh, this again, I think, is just yet another. Um, I mean, it's just all a smoke screen, man. It, 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 it's it, a lie. It's a it's a carnival show. That's all. Yeah, a yeah. Carnival show. There's a sign right there. Okay. So yeah, let's go see this sign. Um, so they, I find they like to blame the homeless. Yeah. You're you're being belligerent. You're not doing what they say. Correct. And they don't give you their your side of the story. Correct. They they just you just hear their side and they're like, oh, Ricky. That's right. Man, he's just, he doesn't want help. He doesn't want, he doesn't want to get inside. Read the notice. Let's look at this sign. All right. So this sign says, uh, the city will remove personal property from this camp on June 21st. So I don't know. The city will dispose. Oh, yeah. So no. Oh, dude, I've, I've run with this bullshit. So this is what they're going to do, Ricky. They're going to fucking take all your shit to 850 East Market. Now, with your truck and van and all that, you're gonna have to drive over there. Pick my stuff up. Pick up your stuff. So that's the thing. They take all his belongings to a space and then tell him he has 30 days to come and pick it up. And I don't know, move it back to your house. Because how are you gonna go do that? How are you? I like I don't you have ain't any way any way of moving it except by hand and, and, and slowly. Yeah. Feet. That's right. So you got you got it. So they're going to lose all their stuff. They have no way of getting over there and then moving it. Uh, they, they, they just abandon you out here. Yeah. They take your stuff and they're like, you can come and pick it up at 850 East Market. Well, where are you going to put it? And, and, and are they going to issue bus passes? I mean, yeah. that's the only transportation you have without, without a car. So, yeah. Yeah. Are they doing anything? Well, you know, the, 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 the city came out here, a representative of the city, and told me that they were going to come out and see the rest of us that they overlooked. And me, particularly, they overlooked. And I told them, and they basically, basically, it was the, it was a carnival act. It was, a, it was yeah. something for the show. Just something for the show. Yeah, you know, because once once the cameras stopped rolling, they yeah. told me, basically, I missed out. They missed out. <laughs> once the cameras stopped rolling, told me I there are no more vouchers, no Ricky. More vouchers you, you need... So it's all just a PR stunt. You're like, oh, here, we have vouchers. We have vouchers. And then, you know, that's the story on the news. And then they're like, and cut. Sorry, Ricky, you're out. To go fend for yourself. Yep. And much. and 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 there's not like any place now. Okay, so you can't get into the hotels. Uh, have you gone over to Haven? I'm gonna. They're gonna say. What about Haven? Haven is our only men's shelter. It is a privately run Christian facility. The Haven. The Haven's rules are so strict. Yes. And. and they, they want you to go to church and yes and if my religion is different than theirs if I'm a Muslim and yes. a Christian yes they make me take off my Muslim really you so know. there it is that is a they make him remove his like you know anything in reference to being Muslim that is a strictly Christian environment yes and they make you worship Christianity no matter what your religion is yeah that don't, with no no regard that is our only men's shelter. 
They have uh, no shower curtains over there. No shower curtains, nothing on the uh, stalls or the bathrooms That's either. really one step away from the penitentiary right there. It looks like... It's very, and a lot of these people have come out of prison and it just triggers them. It is exactly like prison. It's like prison light. A prison to me. It's it prison. Because there's only one place for them to go is this Christian men's shelter. Prison light. You have to be in bed by uh, six o'clock. Eight, no, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Uh, showered and in bed and no more movement for the day. Yeah. You know, and they take all your stuff, right? Take all your stuff. And then you got to, if you get a job, you got to turn in your check and they give you 20% of your check. They take eight. So they take 80% of your check now, and, and they, they hold it for you, but you, they, you have to take, give them 80% of your check. 80%. Now they hold on to it, but what if you have a phone bill? I mean, it don't matter. Doesn't what if matter. you have like a storage unit? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're taking 80% of they're your money. Interest on it and, and collecting interest on it from the bank. Yeah. So they're getting that interest. Plus, this is a, a non-profitable organization where people donate thousands and thousands. Millions. To millions. Yes. And, and uh, they collect all that interest on it and, and they're still really not doing anything for the homeless. Right, right. Uh, if you aren't Christian, and incidentally, if you uh, aren't straight, right. you aren't Christian, uh, you do not fit at the Haven Arrest. Exactly. So we have to have that conversation, that there is a there is one solution for men in Akron called the Haven of Arrest, which is a, 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 a strict Christian anti-gay establishment. That's right, and that's the only program set up for the homeless. I mean, there's nothing else here. Yeah, so... Uh, there's literally nothing you can do that they would approve of. Nothing. There's nothing you nothing. can do. You can't even you can't even get the clothes that people set out on the side for donations. If you touch it, they won't even let you go up there and take the donations on the side of the building. No, once a week, you get a chance to go get two two pairs of pants and two shirts, two outfits, and things like that nature. Once a week. Yeah. Uh, Ricky, this is an attack on you. This is uh, uh, this is against American I citizens. Violated. I feel violated. I feel like I feel like they left me out and took everybody else. I mean, I wasn't entitled to the same to the same um, services services as, as the rest of them, you know. And uh, they're all gone. Yeah. I, seen, I, I was here. I was here when the guy ran over the guy's uh, tent and and and, and wrecked it. And, 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 and somebody and ran over somebody's tent. That's why they 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 did these things because. You know, it was a big ordeal down here. I was here. Yeah. But I didn't want to be involved in that incident because it had nothing to do. All right. So. We have to have these conversations. We have to. Talk about this. And. The people in charge won't. Okay, they won't have a dialogue about Ricky. They won't be like, all right, what are we going to do about a guy like Ricky? Um, there were, like I said, there were four people left at that camp, all black men. Black men account for, I believe, 40% of homeless people in America. Hold on. What percentage of homeless people are African-American? All right. Uh, 
So let's see here. Here's minor most minority groups in the United States experience homelessness at higher rates than whites and therefore make up a disproportionate share of the homeless population. Yeah, this is right. Hold on. African Americans make up 13% of the general population, but more than 40% of the homeless population. Similarly, American Indians, Alaska Natives, Native Hawaiians, Pacific Islanders, and people who identify as two or more races make up a disproportionate share of the homeless population. Hispanics make up a share of the homeless population approximately equal to their share of the general population, while whites and Asians are significantly underrepresented. So there's one of two things going on there. Either African-Americans, American Indians, Alaska Natives, Native Hawaiians, and Pacific Islanders just suck. They just are bad people and therefore experience homelessness at a higher rate. Or there's something going on in the system that is making it so they are ending up homeless at a higher rate than white people. So, if you're white, how many stupid white people do you know? A lot. (laughs) Do you think, and lazy, stupid and lazy, how many stupid, lazy white people do you know? A lot. Let's see something. How does addiction relate to race in America? Let's see here. Okay. Let's see if we can figure this out. Uh, boy, that's a lot of words. I can't be doing that. I need a pretty graph. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it says the context of this thing is well, young racial ethnic groups are the fastest growing population in the United States data on, and on alcohol and drug use disorders among adolescents of various ethnic racial backgrounds are lacking. All right. Um, of all adolescents aged 12 to 17, 37% used alcohol or drugs in the past year. 8% made the, made the criteria for an alcohol or drug use disorder. With Native Americans having the highest prevalent use, 48%, and disorder, 15%. Okay. So, uh, so they're saying Native Americans experiencing addiction at a higher rate. Okay. Let me, is there an image? Okay. Let's see here. Uh, let's see at the state level, blacks are about 6.5 times as likely as whites to be incarcerated for drug related crimes. Ooh, 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 this is good. Hold on. This is good. Okay. Okay. Uh, percent of population black and white. So it says here, let me see if I can make heads or tails. 
black and white Americans sell and use drugs at similar rates, but black Americans are 2.7 times as likely to be arrested for drug-related offenses, okay? So according to this, this is the Hamilton Project. You can see, it says here that they're using them at about the same rate, but they're getting incarcerated more, okay? that are we all on the same page as that that drug use is about equal blacks and whites okay but they're getting incarcerated more they are um black women are evicted at twice the rate as any other group 40% of homeless people in America are black. Okay. Now, and I only bring this up is because a lot of people think that drug use is the leading cause of homelessness. But statistically here, it should be, I mean, if you are right, then the statistics should say that drug use is um, 40% higher with black people than it is with white people. It does not appear that that is the case. Okay, here's something, social patterning of drug use. Uh, it looks like men use alcohol more than women. They use tobacco more than women and they use illegal drugs more than women. Okay. That's pretty interesting, right? Uh, in a study of crime and deviance, gender is an important predictor. Males are more likely than females to commit the more serious forms of crime and deviance, such as homicide, robbery, and burglary. If you really want to have a discussion, maybe we should be talking about that, about how men are uh, statistically more dangerous, more addicted than women. I mean, that would be an interesting case study. <laughs> Shows that men are more likely than women to use alcohol, tobacco, and illegal drugs. In related data, men are also more than twice as likely as women to engage in binge drinking. That's 30% compared to 13%. And heavy drinking, 9% versus 2%, as defined earlier. Uh, now, here it goes on um, why, you know. Ethnic, race and ethnicity. Racial and ethnic differences in drug use of various types exist to some extent, but are less clear cut than the gender differences just examined. For alcohol use, whites have the highest rate of drinking and Native Americans, despite the popular image that they have drinking problems, have the lowest rate. Interesting. For tobacco use, Native Americans have the highest rate of use and Asians have the lowest rate. For illegal drugs, Native Americans again have the highest rate and Hispanics have the lowest rate. Note that African Americans have roughly the same illegal drug use rates as whites and have a lower rate of alcohol and tobacco use than whites do. Although many people believe that African Americans are more likely than whites to use drugs, research show that that belief is a myth. Okay? It is a myth. 
yet they are being incarcerated 2.7 times more than white people. Okay? Can you, do you get it? Blacks and whites using illegal drugs about the same rate, but black people are getting incarcerated 2.7 times more. Okay? So, why is it that 40% of homeless people are black in America? If it's drug use, they should be proportionate. 13% of homeless people should be black. It says here, according to this, black people are using drugs at the same rate as white people. Okay? But yet, they're being in court, incarcerated 2.7 times percent, and they are representing 40% of the homeless population. So, to my conservative brothers and sisters who believe that there is no uh, racial downward pressure on African Americans, I would like you to just take that to heart. Okay? That I, and I have had the opportunity to talk to some conservative young people, and I, one gentleman said that he believed that um, life is harder for poor people than wealthy people. He happened to go to a private uh, elementary school. And, you know, people with resources tend to go to private schools, whereas people without resources tend to go to public schools and tend to go to public schools in areas of town that, you know, have less resources. So, he was able to be able to empathize with the fact that poor people can sometimes have a they're, they're starting from a different point. Like if you just imagine it a race, right? There are some people starting the race at a different point. That's all. Okay. But he could not imagine that with race. He did not. He just said, no, no, that's poverty. That's poverty. It's not race. And I don't know what to do about that kind of thing, right? Like, who am I to, I don't want to get in. He's already feeling attacked because he has these, these positions, you know, and, and look, he lives out in the country. He doesn't know many black people. He doesn't, he doesn't know, uh, what it's like for black people because he doesn't really have poor black friends. You know, he has one friend who is, um, Ha a part black. I don't know what percentage. And he's rich as fuck. He's so rich. His dad's a banker. So, yeah. And things are looking good for that kid. <laughs> so, in his defense, he's like, yeah, that kid, uh, obviously, look, it's, it's, he's going to private schools. He's doing great, getting good grades. So he doesn't, you know, he just sees the successful, wealthy black kids, you know, he doesn't get exposed to, uh, 
inner city people and he doesn't get exposed to people that are getting, um, you know, negatively affected by a system that does have racial effects. Okay. So, but he's not anti-black. He's just telling you how he feels. It's not like, you know, he's just like, oh, look, I don't see it. I don't see the racial stuff all you people are talking about. And I'm like, well, yeah, you live out in the country. I don't even know if you see black people five out of seven days of the year, you know, or the week. Um, so anyways, see, you can't hate that. That's just a perspective. But statistically, we are seeing... There is no evidence where you can be like, well, black people are stupider, lazier, and more addicted to drugs than white people. There is no data that shows that. Because if there was, you could be like, all right, does seem to appear that black people are stupider and lazier than white people. So maybe we need to talk about that. There is no data that suggests that. None. Let me ask Google. Let me ask Google. Are black people stupider and lazier than white people? I just like to get right to the chase. Okay. Ah, look at this. Religion news. Here's a poll. Most whites say blacks are lazier or less than less intelligent than whites. <laughs> the results of this poll may be shocking to anyone who believes that we're living in a post-racist society. Who sees whites and blacks as equally hardworking? So the question is, who sees whites and blacks equally hardworking? Now, this is, um, so whites say that white people work harder, okay? About, I don't know what that is, 50, I'll say it's like 50, let's say it's 60% of whites say that whites work harder. About 40 maybe 45%. I'm just looking at a graph that doesn't have numbers on it. Say they're about equal. And then about, I don't know, 10% say blacks work harder. Ask black people. They would say, they say about, I'm guessing 20% say that whites work harder. 65% it looks like say it's equal. And then about then they say about, I don't know, 10% say blacks work harder. Black people say it's about equal. White people say whites work harder. There you go. Uh, it says America is less racist than it did in decades past, but racism still holds a surprisingly tight grip on how we reach racial groups. It may be 2014, not 1964, but a majority of whites still see blacks as lazier and less intelligent than they are. Okay. Uh, so. Now, um, and then it's just, it's report after report that like, you're like white people think that they're lazier and, uh, stupider. Okay. Here is, here's one. Uh, this is a report I had to download. What are blacks lazy? Uh, okay. Oh, too many words, too many words. Okay, in 2017, according to Republicans, black people are stupid and lazy. <laughs> I love 
it. I love it. Uh, let's see. I don't know if I can find any stats that say it's not true, but I'm pretty sure it's not true. Pretty sure it's not true. Okay. Um, but what I'm. Okay. Anyways, I, I can't, but what I'm getting at here is that this is a belief that black people are not as intelligent and not as hardworking as white people. So then therefore you're like, well, we better do something about that because this is a real problem. We don't need lazy, stupid people. And we're like, I'm going to go where I'm going into those black neighborhoods says the white policeman. I'm going to clean them up. And then they get over policed. And then the next thing you know, 2.7% or two, it's uh, black people are incarcerated for drug use 2.7 times more than white people because of the fact that they believe the police believe that black people are more dangerous, not as intelligent and lazier than white people. Okay. You see, and it's not one guy, right? It's not just Billy Joe police officer. It's that these are beliefs passed down generation after generation that is happening in the precincts. The black people are the problem. So, but I'm here to tell you, if you just take Billy Joe police officer and be like, you're racist, you suck. That's not having a conversation with him. You are going to have to rewire all of his beliefs. It's going to take a generation or two so he doesn't pass it down to his kids. It may never happen. Okay. It may never happen. So. If. We don't address this, if we don't, if we don't allow these conversations to happen, which is what the moderate liberals want us to do, we can't ask this, the question, are black people lazier and stupider than white people? Because they obviously believe it. But white liberals are offended by those questions, so we can't talk about it. Okay. We can't hate that because all of us have insane beliefs. All you Christians think that Jesus walked on water. That fucker did not walk on water. He did not fucking walk on water, you stupid idiots. He did not turn water into wine. If that's the only reason you believe in Jesus, go get a new God because you missed the whole fucking point of this shit. Okay? You missed the whole point. We must have these uncomfortable conversations. It's all. Do black people really like watermelon and chicken? Let's just start there. I'm here to tell you, I think it's on par with white people because I ask black people all the time, 
Do you like watermelon and, and, and chicken? Fried chicken? I sit around with white, but I just want to know. I want to know. And I'm here to tell you, if anything, I think black people probably like it less because they're tired of the stereotype. Okay? They're tired of stereotype. Are black, can, 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 uh, are black people better at basketball? I don't know. I don't know. But we should talk about it. We should be talking about all this stuff. Are black people more violent? Are black people stupider? Let's just ask the questions. Black people are not going to be offended because black people live in a racist country. This is the least of their problems. If they want to talk about whether or not black people are stupid. Okay. <laughs> They'll be happy to have this conversation with you and they won't be nearly as mad as the outraged white moderate woman. Be like, all right, let's, let's talk. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. Why do you think? And then it's just good. So why do you think black people are not as intelligent or, or lazier than white people? What do you, I mean, have you seen it? Tell me what you've seen. Well, I mean, look at them. I mean, do you ever watch, uh, you ever watch cops? Well, yeah, those people are assholes. Uh, did, did, did you know that, uh, Black people are incarcerated for drug use 2.7 times more than white people, even though studies have shown that black people and white people use drugs about the same rate. And then you're going to have to say it over and over again. And you'd be like, all right, so, so cops is not a great study because the whole system over polices black neighborhoods. If you could, if you would just go into these white neighborhoods and do the same shit, you could equal out these stats, but you're not going to because the police are friends with all the redneck hillbilly white guys. Those are their friends. That's what they do. They go and hang with those guys on the weekends with their big fucking pickup trucks and their country music and their beer and their meth and all that shit. You understand me? So they aren't going to, you know, they're not going to look for their friends to arrest. They're going to go over and arrest black people doing uh, illegal shit because they're, you know, they're their friends and they hate them anyways. We have to talk more, not less. Go ask a black person this week if, uh, the you know, anything. Ask them if they like fried chicken more than white people. Just go ask them. All right, everybody. I'll see you later. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide.